0: Now I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I wanna be a man, man, cop, and stroll right into town, and be just like the other men. I'm tired, I'm walking around, oh, ooby doo. I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. Talk like you. You Ready? Oh, baby. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Things You're Not Supposed to Talk About with Louis G. That's me. And we got some exciting show today. That's the way we're starting off with a little ooby-doo, right? Huh? I like that. I like the Jungle Book. I like Disney, I like everything about them except one thing, they get into politics and they don't belong there, it's a damn children's park, that's what it is, stay out of politics, we don't need you in politics, just be Mickey Mouse, all right, I said what I said, so today's show is DeSantis versus Disney, you know who DeSantis is, come on, the whole world knows who Ron DeSantis is right now, right, the governor of Florida, all right, so how did DeSantis and Disney spat begin, how did this start, what, what happened with these guys, what's going on, all right. Initially, the Walt Disney Company did not publicize its position on HB 1557, otherwise known as the Parental Rights in Education Law, as it was being considered by the Florida State Legislature, okay? So it was not until after the legislation had passed the Republican-led House and Senate and after many Disney employees had pressured their company to speak out against the bill that Disney CEO Bob Chapek made the company's opposition known at an early March meeting with shareholders. You know... Here's the funny thing, right? Chapik reportedly said that Disney leaders were opposed to the bill from the outset, but chose to work quietly behind the scenes, engaging directly with lawmakers. He said he called DeSantis the morning of the shareholders meeting to express our disappointment and concern that if legislation becomes law, it could be used to unfairly target gay, lesbian, non-binary, and transgender kids and families. Among other things, HB 1557, which DeSantis signed on March 28th, says classroom instruction by school personnel on third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a matter that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with the state standards. Oh, what? I don't see anything wrong with that bill. I mean, from five to eight, we're not talking about sexuality. I I don't think anybody should be doing that with children. I think they should be focusing on their ABCs, right? Simple arithmetic and uh, how to read, okay, and how to write. That's, that's, where, that's where it all starts from five to, to eight, and if you get it right there, I promise it'll keep getting righter. All right, so while the law does not define the terms classroom instruction, sexual orientation, or gender identity, some critics have interpreted that particular provision to mean, ready, don't say gay or trans. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put the worst spin on it possible and throw it out there and see if it works. All right, let's put a little money behind that, And let's do everything we can to um, get in the way of social progress or whatever, you know, educational progresses or educational uh, boundaries or parental boundaries. Let's get in the way of all of that stuff, right? I'm a parent. How many people are out there that are parents? Raise your hand. Do you want your kids knowing about, you know, gay sex at the age of six? That's the only question that somebody should be asking themselves. Should my kids know about homosexuality at the age of six? No, they shouldn't. Period they can see it on TV, right? They can see it in their families, okay? And they don't need instruction. They're not stupid, right? You had kids, I had kids, they're not stupid, okay? And if you didn't have kids, you know somebody with kids, like your sister or your brother, and you've got plenty of nieces and nephews, and they're not stupid either, right? Too many people are trying to say kids are stupid when they're not. They actually are pretty smart. All right, so, Let's move on. Here is what the law says. Ready? This is what is actually in the law, and I'm going to give it to you because it's about five bullet points and it's short. So giving parents the right to inspect all instructional materials, including textbooks used in their children's classrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Parents should have that right. Don't you think? Well, you know, what if you wanted to teach Playboy? I don't know. Right? You could throw anything at them? No. I think parents should have a say. And I know teachers don't agree with that. Hey, man, you're going to clog up our curriculum. You're going to make too many, too many hands in the pie. Blah, blah blah. I agree with that, too. I do. There are too many hands in the pie, okay, when it comes to education, right? And I'm going to tell you there are too many federal hands in the pie and too many state hands in the pie. And if you left education up to parents and teachers, you'd probably come to a really cool compromise. But that's not what's going on. All right, so... Uh, Number two, allowing parents to opt their children out of any materials or activities that conflict with their religious or moral beliefs. Yes, yes, morality starts in the home. It doesn't start at school, right, 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 right. Okay, so morality starts at home, not in school, right? That's, we have to remember that at all times. That's pretty important. Your morality as a parent um, is more important than a school's morality as a school who's trying to usurp your parental controls. Okay. Uh, Prohibiting schools from providing students with access to mental health services or screenings without first obtaining written consent from the parent or legal guardian. Yeah. Right? Your, 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 your son or daughter has a mental issue uh, and they don't want to discuss it with their parents and they want to discuss it with somebody else. It's too fucking bad. <laughs> How about that? Too fucking bad. You know, I mean, honestly, you're You're my daughter. You're my son. You're my daughter. You, I can help you. And if I can't help you and I think you can't be helped and you think I can't help you and you, we have that discussion and you want to talk to somebody else, I'm all for it. I would never stop them. But you are not doing that before I can help you if I can. I'm your father. This is where you start. You start with your parents when you're a kid and then you work your way somewhere else if you're not getting the, the help that you need. That's all. All right? You know? It's not hard. All right. Number four. That's silly. Uh, Number three, rather. Prohibiting schools from providing students with access to mental health. Oh, I I did that one already. Oops, sorry. All right, number four. Requiring schools to obtain parental consent before collecting any personally identifiable data from their children. Yeah. Yeah. What's, I mean, you're not supposed to be giving up your information without. as a kid. I mean, look, an adult in in the school asks you something personal um, and you're a kid and you're going to answer it more than likely. If you feel uncomfortable about answering it, you're probably still going to answer it and you're going to show them that you feel uncomfortable about answering it. But here's what's not coming out of your mouth. I feel really uncomfortable about it. As, as a seven-year-old, I feel really uncomfortable about, about that and I don't want to talk about it and it's against my parents' uh, morality. That's not coming out of their frigging mouths. They're going to sit there and listen or they're going to sit there and watch the show that they're putting on for you. Whatever it is that's going on. And, you know, parents should have that say first. Okay? So, uh, number five, allowing parents to challenge the accuracy or appropriateness of any instruction materials or assessments used in their child's classrooms. Yeah, yep. You know why? Because homeschooling is too easy now. And if a parent wants to yank you out of there, they can, and they'll just put whatever curriculum they want on you. And then you'll take the tests and pass them because, yep, that's that's what everything is designed to happen. That's the way it's all designed to happen. So what DeSantis is actually doing with this law is trying to prevent children from being yanked out of schools so that he can keep his federal... Uh, budget for the school system in Florida. That's what's happening here. It isn't about don't say gay. It's about, hey, parents, I'm going to do this for you so you don't yank your kids out of school. That's what this is about. You know, there's five million kids out of school right now that are being homeschooled. Yo, that's a lot of kids. That's a big hit on the federal budget in some states. Schools are closing because of this. Teachers are losing their jobs because of this. Right superintendents aren't making a hundred grand anymore because of this, you know p- if you want to keep the kids in school, you're going to have to make these kind of compromises and give the parents this control because you've tried to take it from them over time um and it and it's happened frequently over the last couple of years, and parents do not like it that's it they don't like it so um On the day the law was enacted, Disney issued a statement saying our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts. And we remain committed to supporting national and state organizations working to achieve that. We are dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of LGBTQ plus members of the Disney family, as well as LGBTQ plus community in Florida and across the country. Now, that's Disney's statement. Well, who the fuck does Disney think they are? Right? They're a corporation and they have a lot of money and they're going to throw money at politicians to to do this, to get what they want. You think that's fair? I think what's fair is is that people voted for the politicians in, in, in Florida, that those politicians are now reflecting what the people's needs are and that the law is getting made to do that. And Disney has no right to oppose it as a corporation. I mean, they do, but who the fuck do they think they are? They're a family organization. What are they doing? What are they doing getting in this fight? We're going to talk about that in about 30 seconds because here's the deal. The company had previously announced that it was pausing all political donations in Florida while working on a new approach to advocacy and political givings, right? Well, you know, before DeSantis made the bill, right, DeSantis said of Disney, you're a corporation based in Burbank, California, and you're going to marshal your economic might to attack the parents of my state? Huh. We view that as a provocation, and we're going to fight back against it. Now, that's what he said. And you know what? He's right. You know, who is Disney to do that? A few weeks later, uh, DeSantis signed the bill introduced by Republicans terminating independent special districts that were enacted in Florida prior to 1968. And that includes the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which effectively allows Walt Disney World to govern itself and pay whatever they want in taxes. And Disney's been paying $53 million standard in taxes for the last few years because they don't want to pay more, and they're getting away with that. And people from Reedy Creek are picking up the bill. And that's all that's happening there. And DeSantis didn't like it. So what is the Reedy Creek Improvement District? What is that thing? What is Reedy Creek anyway? Well, in 1967, the Florida legislature established the Reedy Creek Improvement District so that Walt Disney could implement its proposal to turn ready 25,000 acres or about 39 square miles of land in central Florida's Orange and Osceola counties into what would later become the theme park destination known as Walt Disney World. All right. So the district was given authority equivalent to that of a country or a government, including the ability to collect taxes and issue bonds to fund infrastructure projects, and the district's landowners, primarily Walt Disney World, um, became responsible for paying the cost of providing for municipal services such as power, water, and roads, and fire, and emergency protection. Because of that stipulation, residents of Orange and Osceola counties do not pay taxes for those services unless they also are among the few residents of the Reedy Creek District. So under the new law, Reedy Creek and five other special districts that were created prior to 1968 but not reauthorized since are scheduled to be dissolved. Effective June 1, 2023, although provision in the law allows for the state legislature to reestablish the districts on or after that date so they can still reestablish the districts. They just got to come to a compromise, okay? So the legislation left it open for that. There are more than 1,800 active special districts in Florida, according to the Florida Department of Economic Opportunity. So what does that mean for Floridians? Are they going to see their taxes uh, uh, increase because of the Reedy Creek Improvement District dissol- dissolving? Is that, what the, is that what's going to happen? Uh, DeSantis has made you know, several public assurances that Disney, not local taxpayers, will still be on the hook for all taxes and debt payments if the Reedy Creek District is eliminated and intended. He said the bonds will be paid by Disney. They will be paying taxes, probably more taxes. They will follow the laws that every other person must do, and they will no longer run their own government. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's Disney's fault. So DeSantis goes ahead and puts some board in place to govern Disney now. So the heart of the bill is the, is the appointment of a five-person state board to oversee municipal services such as fire protection, road maintenance, where Disney World operates. Okay? So the newly appointed board will have the ability to raise revenue to fund services and pay off Disney's debts. DeSantis is It's the same thing as if Disney was governing it, but now it's going to be these people and not Disney. So Disney isn't going to raise the money anymore these people are. And they're going to get it from the same people that Disney was getting it from. That's all. So it's not really a problem. DeSantis, DeSantis' previous pledge to strip Disney of its special tax status sparked fears that local taxpayers would be left on the hook, which would in turn spark a significant spike in local taxes. Yeah, that, that could happen. Uh, but DeSantis stressed on Monday that, uh, uh, that uh, under the new structure, Disney would still be responsible for its municipal debts and local governments would not raise taxes. That's all. That's what he told people last week, uh, this week. So he's still reiterating that. And, uh, you know, it must be true because you can't keep saying it unless it is. Or you can, uh, like everything else, and it winds up being a lie three years later. Okay, so we're not going to talk about that. The governor said the five board members include people who very much want to see Disney be what Walt envisioned. Now, you know, right? So Walt is dead. um, And saying that's kind of silly. So you're going to be going with a 1950s uh, idea of what Walt Disney should be. And this is 2023. Um, I don't know if that's a cool statement, but if there is an underlying uh, morality to what Walt Disney wanted, he wanted it to be the happiest place in the world. How about that? So if that's what they want, then they're going to have to get rid of all their politics and just be the happiest place in the world. And if you, if, if you think that's silly, raise your hand, because I don't think that's silly at all. I think Disney not being in politics openly and not, re- not talking about politics openly is something that they need to practice right now. Because, you know, even though it's Walt Disney World and they're probably impervious to most of the things that go on around them, and they're always going to make their money, people are going to be there with a little bit more angst than they should be, and it isn't going to be the happiest place in the world anymore. I promise. You know, and if you think about it, what right does Disney have to oppose any law or bill as if it were a governing body of the state? I mean, why would why would Disney think it would be okay to put its resources into publicly defeating a bill that elected officials voted on and approved. What makes Walt Disney World think it can do that? I mean, the new law was portrayed in a very divisive way by using trigger words that pigeonholed the bill into one directive. A directive that was not being represented in a true fashion. The Don't Say Gay campaign was taken up by Disney and then blasted all over social media and media news outlets. It confused the bill and it turned it into something it was not. An anti-LGBTQ bill. It is not an anti-LGBTQ bill. It is and anti-teach your kids about gay stuff while they're five to eight. That's what it is about sexuality. You should not be teaching kids that from five to eight. If anybody teaches kids that, it's their parents from five to eight. They know their kids, and they know how to say it to them, okay? Disney is a place of happiness. That's it. Like, they sell happiness. That's what they do. You know, how does a bill in the office of the governor take away the mantra from Disney on happiness? Well, it fucking doesn't. If Disney focuses on happiness, how in the hell does it matter what people do in school? If Disney is focused on happiness, how does an opposition to a bill voted on by representatives of the state, who were voted in by citizens of the state, make Disney a happier place? Well, guess what? (laughs) It doesn't. Look for the bare necessities the simple bare necessities forget about your worries and your strife i mean the uh, bare necessities are mother nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life yeah you know the bare necessities right i mean happiness that's a pretty bare necessity you know and and, and, and um, in the Declaration of Independence it says we, we have the pursuit of happiness. like we're allowed the pursuit of happiness that can never be taken from us. It doesn't mean we're going to be happy, but we're allowed to pursue it and in that pursuit we wind up at Disneyland. We wind up at Disneyland because it's the happiest place in the world. And I got to tell you, I went there and I was pretty happy. You know when you go to, when you go to Disney, are you entering the park looking around and then saying, man. I am so glad that Disney opposes HB-1557. Oh, you're not doing that. Like, is your seven-year-old looking up at you when they enter the park and blurting out, Daddy, I'm so happy that Disney opposes the don't say gay law that Governor Ron DeSantis just passed. No, no, that's not happening, right? I hope they're not anyway. right? Those, those kids are crazy. So, what are you talking to them about, right? So, why did Disney do it? Right? If seven-year-olds aren't looking up at their parents and going, Daddy... I'm so happy that this law wasn't passed. I mean, is that what's going on? No, it's not what's going on. So if that's not what's going on, why are we talking about it? Why is it necessary for Disney, the happiest place in the world, to get involved in this political fight? It's not. It's, it's poison. That's all. So did they want to lose their tax status? No, Disney Disney didn't want to lose their tax status. That's silly. Maybe they did, right? Maybe there's another reason that Disney did all of this. Maybe they didn't fight the tax status thing for a reason. Maybe they don't want to do it anymore. Maybe they realize that they might, might wind up paying less taxes. Who knows? But Disney had a reason to lose that. They will now, look, they will now pay more than the standard $53 million they've been paying, that, been taxing themselves. They're going to pay double. I promise. It's what's going to happen. They're going to come up with $123 million every year. Are they trying to leave the state? Is that what's going on? No. That would be foolish as their infrastructure is hard pressed to be repeated anywhere else. Here's what happened. They got caught. They, got, they put themselves in a, a situation that they couldn't get out of. And then when the law, when the law got put in place, they, they didn't know what to do. Literally, DeSantis went ahead and did something they had no idea anyone would ever do. And that's why they're confused. And that's why Disney's so quiet. And that's why Chapek is fired. And that's why Bob Iger is back, okay? Because Bob Chapek, the former head of Disney, called DeSantis. And, uh, and DeSantis says in his book, um, as the controversy over the parental rights and education bill was coming to a head, Chapek called me. He did not want Disney to get involved, but he was getting a lot of pressure to weigh in against the bill. He said, and Chapik told DeSantis, we get pressure all the time, but this time it's different. I haven't seen anything like this before, right? I called Governor DeSantis this morning to express our deployment and concern. If the legislation becomes law, it could be used unfairly to target gay, lesbian, non-binary, transgender kids and families, Chapik said, all right? So- According to a report from the New York Post, Chapik had privately expressed his hesitancy to involve his company in the political issues in Florida, the home of Disney World, in the months prior. But the pressure campaign within Disney and from Democrats nationwide ultimately convinced him to take a stand. DeSantis issued a warning. If Disney got involved with the legislation, then people like me will say, gee, how come Disney has never said anything about China where they make millions and billions of dollars? All right, That's what DeSantis told Chapic. And DeSantis laid out the patterns of staged grief that social media creates. The Florida governor said if Disney stayed out of the politics, Disney would face 48 hours of outrage when the bill passed. And when I signed it, you will get another 48 hours of outrage, mostly online. DeSantis said, adding, then there will be some new outrage that the woke mob will focus on and people will forget about this issue especially considering the outrage is directed at a political media narrative and not the actual text of the legislation itself. DeSantis was right. Have you heard anything else about this? Right after the law was passed, everybody ran away. All right. Here's Desantis's argument. Behind the scenes, I was not, as a father of children ages 5, 4, and 2, comfortable with the continuation of Disney's special arrangement, DeSantis wrote in his book, right? He said, while the Walt Disney Company and its executives had a right to indulge in woke activism, Florida did not have to place the company on a pedestal while they did so, especially when the company's activism impacted the rights of parents and the well-being of children. Yeah, Disney's not supposed to impact the well-being of children. They're the happiest place in the damn world that children love going to. What are they doing? This is crazy, right? So here's a secret issue no one seems to be focused on. Left-wing activists who hate corporations and hate capitalism teamed up with the biggest capitalist corporations we have in this country and felt it was okay to do that. Why? Because of an agenda that they wanted to use as a divisive issue against a political enemy. Look, Chapik left Disney in 2022, replaced by his predecessor, Bob Iger, who first left Disney in 2020. And at a Disney town hall in November, Iger told the company, do I like the company being embroiled in controversy? Of course not. It could be distracting and it can have a negative impact on the company. And to the extent that I can work to kind of quiet things down, he says, I'm going to do that. Iger is doing that right now. You haven't heard a word. Okay? So how come the issue isn't important any longer? Because they lost the initial fight and now woke political fighting machines have moved on to something else. The bill has been approved and Disney lost its tax statuses and now nobody cares about the LGBTQ rights in Florida in schools anymore. You haven't heard a single word about it. Okay? not a single word and that's terrible repeat after me hakuna matata what hakuna matata it means no worries hakuna matata what a wonderful phrase hakuna matata ain't no peasant craze it means no worries for the rest of your day Yeah man you know that's what it means right Hakuna Matata no worries right Problem free philosophy. that's what Disney's all about. What happened? right? That's the real problem, isn't it? Nobody cares for real. Nobody really cares about the LGBTQ community the way the LGBTQ community does. Nobody does you say you do but you don't. If you did, you'd still be fighting Disney you wouldn't you wouldn't even go to Florida you know but you do. You go to Florida and you take your kids to the happiest place in the world, right? They only care about the political agenda, these people. That isn't fair for anyone on this show. We talk about what is fair. That's what we do. You know, we also don't really give a shit. I mean, because we don't solve issues here. We bring them up, right? And then we hope, we hope that real folks take up the issue and relay their feelings to their children, right? To their husbands and wives. This show even that this show even starts a discussion is what everything is all about isn't it I mean because right yes I mean I I could sing this all day and your kids should sing it this is a great Disney movie this is a great Disney song this is what Disney should be practicing folks this is really where we need to be you know what I'm saying Huh? That's right. This is where we need to be, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for talking with me today about this silly stuff with Ron DeSantis and Disney. Have a great day on Things You're Not Supposed to Talk About with Louis G. That's me.